This is CliffCentral.com. Property, 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 property. I'm trying to invest. Honey in by the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like two million. That same building today is worth 25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. Buy back the hood. I'm about to buy back the hood. Buy back the hood. Good morning, everybody. How are you on this Wednesday morning? You know, when you hear that uh, time to buy back the blog, you know it's me, Loretta Shabalala, here on Cliff Central with that Living It Up podcast. We're on every single Wednesday from 10 until 11. You can find us no matter where you are. I have friends who are listening in New York, friends who listen in Nigeria, in Ghana. You can get us anywhere in the world, anytime at your convenience. So, look, if it's not live, you can get us later and also want to just remind you that our podcast is brought to you by Rally Mampewile Properties you can go to rally-mampewile.co.za for more information I'm quite excited about um, today's show because I think that a lot of people are going to um, be interested in this topic if you missed last week we had the NHBRC here talking about building your own home from scratch everything you need to know all the boxes you need to tick so you can get that podcast as well at cliffcentral.com. And remember, just go to our Facebook page, Living It Up, uh, and uh, chat to us. Give us a comment. Tell us what you think. Uh, give us show suggestions. Last week's podcast was um, a, a suggestion by uh, uh, a person on Twitter. So you can also uh, send me your suggestions at Lerato TJ on Twitter. And let me know what you want us to talk about. Everything property and real estate related. We're the ones to go to first here on cliffcentral.com. Now, I today's topic is really interesting to me because... One of the things I saw, one of the um, stats I saw says that one in 10 South Africans chooses to live in a gated community in South Africa. So uh, that is a huge uh, number of people who choose to live in gated communities. And look, there's no doubt why that happens, particularly in a country like ours. And I wanted to uh, bring in this particular, um, uh, I would say, in a state because they are ranked, I think, number four in number two. Number two. The, the last time I checked when I did a story on uh, Stain City Properties, you guys were number four. So if you're wondering who that is, that is the group executive head uh, for sales, marketing and events at um, Stain City. Tammy Manton, Tammy, how are you? I'm fine, Arata. How are you? I am brilliant. You can get... Uh, a look at Tammy's outfit uh, on our Living It Up page. She is, I'm obsessed with um, uh, uh, polka dots and she's wearing this gorgeous polka dot dress. I say sometimes oh, I think you. that that podcast should have um, uh, <laughs> cameras so people can see how amazing you look. Thank you for joining us this Thank Wednesday, Tammy. It's like the last stretch of the year. How have you been? It's been a crazy, crazy busy year, but um, it's always wonderful when you're busy because it means you're doing things right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So you look after Stain City, Correct. the second 
second uh, rated, highly rated estate in uh, Joburg. And I think it's in the top 10 in South Africa. It's actually the second in the country. Um, yes. So New World Wealth did a survey um, where they look at um, sort of the best lifestyles in gated communities. And um, when we initially appeared on the rankings, which was for the first time last year, we were in the fourth Yes, position. I remember you in the fourth. That's how I remember because yeah. I did a story for Afropolitan magazine and I interviewed Giuseppe. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so, so in that year, we've quite, obviously come quite a long way. We've now ranked second in, um, in the country in terms of gated communities and, and luxury estates. That's really amazing. And we'll start, we'll, we'll sort of dig deeper into what makes you guys highly ranked because, um, it's, it's a variety of reasons. There's certain things that you need to have, but I wanted to, to just maybe start on the surface. Why do you think that one in 10 South Africans prefers to live in a sort of gated community or an estate, as it were? I think the, the sort of obvious go-to answer would be security. Yes. It is, it is so much more than that. Um, South Africans um, are looking for some place where they can create a lifestyle for themselves. Mm. And it's not to say that you can't do that in a, in a freestanding independent home. But there's a bigger drive to um, outdoor, a sense of community. Security is a huge factor. Um, and convenience. Mm. And w- with a lot of these gated communities, and as you'll see, what used to be a, a suburb that was ring-fenced and was called a gated community has now exploded and it's become um, a little village within itself. Mm. So there's always extra facilities that mm. go with it. And that's added on life style for the for the, the purchaser and um, so going from a little community that has a, a clubhouse and a swimming pool where the residents can gather which is sort of your entry level uh, estate yes to to something as, as large as stain city which is a veritable city that sort of stands alone no it really is and if you haven't been it's one of those places that you must see is it stain city.co.za the correct, website correct. and what what i absolutely loved about it when we did a tour and we'll we'll, we'll get into some of the amazing things that you you have is is that it is built around people um, so. I think a lot of the times people build estates around sort of uh, sporting things you know whether it's a, you sort of an equestrian golf estate or but you guys have built it around people including the people around the community where you are in deep slot which a lot Correct. of people would say no uh, oh we don't think so you employ a lot of the people in the area to work within the estate so you're actually for me what's wonderful is that you're contributing to the betterment of the community around you and you haven't sort of just ring fenced yourself and thought okay well we're these special people i think that's amazing Thank you, Lord. It's so nice to be acknowledged for that because it does tend to get lost in the noise sometimes yes. with regards to Stain City being such a luxurious um, estate. We, it's a, it's a big driver for us. It's mm. a huge factor. We've created over 13,000 jobs um, sure. from the time that we started um, from the launch of Stain City. And <clears throat> obviously a big part of the people who work at Stain City, not just for the development or for our NPC, are for the residents who live there. Mm. Um, are from the pool of people who live in the Dipslow community. Mm. So we're on their doorstep. So it immediately makes transport to and from work so much more simple. Mm. Um, and then we really like to give back to Dipslow. So we have a, a beautiful campaign, which we launched a couple of days ago, uh, where we go into Dipslow every year in um, November. And we 
donate uh, school bags filled with goodies to to all the children of Zipschitzen. And what I love about it is a lot of them are the sons and daughters of the people oh, that work amazing. at Zen City. So last year we donated 10,000 bags. This year our goal is 12,000 bags. Um, and over the last five years we've donated over 40,000. So it's a huge drive for us. It's um, a, a huge call in our residents and our community. And yeah, it's our way of just giving back, even though it's a, a drop in the ocean. It's something that really means something to those people. I mean, you know, every little thing that you do contributes to the betterment of somebody else's life. So I totally uh, com- commend you for that. But I wanted to first go into um, gated communities and 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 how uh, they work. So part of the research that I was doing, I found out that 50% of gated communities are in uh, Joburg, in Gauteng, excuse me, in Gauteng, and 25% are in the Western Cape. So one of the things I wanted to check, and then we'll then go into the rankings, is what are the things that make an estate great? What are the things that make an estate livable or, in fact, not livable, let me rephrase that, make it highly ranked? Uh, The thing with an estate, I think with any estate, is that um, we've got to find a way to improve on what's already been done. Mm. Um, and I think with Stain City, where I think we'd be pretty proud of ourselves is we've set a benchmark. Mm. So what we offer our residents is fairly unique to what any other development offers. And you, you hit the nail on the head earlier. You know, we're not a golf estate. We're not an equestrian estate. Mm-hmm. We are an estate with a golf course. Yes. And an equestrian centre. Yes. And a gym. And, and, and Absolutely. So yeah. our, our, we sort of hang our hat on the fact that you'll have over a hundred reasons to live at Stain City. And those, that list is extensive. Mm-hmm. But it's really all about how can we make your life better? If yeah. you're living at Stain City, how do we make your life the best life? And it, it's everything from offering uh, education on the door Step. It's offering beautiful retail. It's a variety of restaurants. It's so many play parks. You know, the focus is very much on the family and on the, the mother and the child. Um, you know, we've got a new dinosaur fossil park that we're about to launch. We've actually created wow. this dino park, and the kids can come and dig up bones and climb on ter- you know pterodactyls, and and it's amazing because it's just taking it that step further. So everything we do is about. What, what would make your life better? Mm. And, and a big factor for us is, as you mentioned earlier as well, is a sense of um, the traffic flow and making the pedestrian the priority in the estate. I mean, you guys are so... Uh, first of all, uh, Anelim Tota shoots her show right. there. And she did an episode with me last year when my book came out. And then what was also fascinating is that I watched her when her son turned one last year. She had a birthday party at Stain City. <laughs> And I mean, that's amazing. She had her friends over. And to me, it was interesting that this place where she works would be a place where she wants to play as well. And most people want to separate the the two. Yeah. It seems to have a lot of sort of camaraderie as a as a as a. a city, as it were. How many residents do you have uh, living uh, in the in the estate? At the moment, we've got about um, 300 residents that have moved in. Um, and it's also probably just to mention the um, Anelia party. At the time when we did the party, it was there were very few residents living there. As we yes, get I remember. more residents, um, you know, things like opening up the estate to events becomes more difficult because we've got to consider yes. our residents. Um, so at the moment, we've got 300. We've got over 90 homes currently under construction. Wow. We've got another 60 clusters, which we launched um, at the beginning of the year, which will be ready 
um, in May or June next year. So that'll be another 60 families moving in around about May or June. Okay. So I think by the end of next year, we'll have over a thousand residents living in Stain City. The long-term vision though is between 15 and 20,000 people. Wow. Not, not homes, but people. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's an amazing, amazing number. And we'll go into the criteria as well of how you get to live in a state. If you've just tuned in, I'm talking to the group executive head for sales, marketing and events at Stain City, the gorgeous, gorgeous uh, Tammy Manton. <laughs> you will be able to uh, see what she looks like because people don't believe me. She's tall. This week is fashion week. I'm headed to uh, my friend Hangwani's show uh, at Rubicon this evening at 9 p.m. She looks like she could walk the runway for, no, I'm not kidding. I know you think that, I know you think that I'm just flattering you, but I really am not. You can take a look at Tammy and her gorgeousness, uh, on our Facebook page, uh, living it up. And, uh, remember, no matter where you are, you can find this podcast on cliffcentral.com anytime, anywhere. We are sponsored and brought to you by Riley Mampewule Properties. Just go to Riley. Uh, for more information. So one of the things that struck me, Tammy, when we, I was talking to Giuseppe, who's the CEO, yes. was how I had, and I think most people think like this, that I had this idea that, uh, luxury home estates are for the rich. Um, and it's very difficult not to feel that way when you get into a place as luxurious as Jane City. And we'll go into the school at the time when I interviewed him, the school was still, uh, under construction. Yeah. So we'll, we'll chat about that. But he said to me, it's not really accurate. No. And he said, you can get a property for under a million rand there. And I was like, you can. And so I, I wanted to first start with debunking this myth that you need to be incredibly wealthy to be able to live in a, a luxury or a, 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 an estate like yours. Can we talk about the criteria? Who lives in um, a gated community like Stain City Properties? I think we're very fortunate in that because of the size and the scale of our development, we're able to offer a real mixed bag of properties. So from one bedroom apartments right through to luxurious 15 to 20 million rand homes. Um, so we've got a really nice mix in terms of demographics. Mm. Um, Giuseppe, at the time when you interviewed him, um, was we're very fortunate to say that we've got um, obviously a nice jump in pricing as, as is expected. Our initial investors, what we call our early adopters, yes. have seen a really, really nice return on their investment. So our starting price point at the moment is probably closer to $2 million. Okay. Um, but it's great for the people who kind of bought into our vision two years ago yeah. um, and saw the, the long-term plan for, straight, for stay in city and, and put their money where their mouth is and they're reaping the benefits and the rewards right now. Mm. But essentially because we've got such a mixed bag of product um, you can come and live at stay in city for two or two and a half million rand and and the levies are so reasonable because of the scale, the economies of scale with the amount of, of stands that are and properties that are available and you get to enjoy the lifestyle. So you walk on the same paths whether you live in a two million rand apartment or a twenty million rand home. Exactly. You use the same clubhouse, you eat at the same deli you play in the same, um, you know, jungle gyms. So the beauty about it for me is that, you know, the place where you live is really just the 
place where you live. It's an mm. extension. Every part of Stan City is your back garden. Mm. So you can have the biggest back garden and live in a one-bedroom apartment, just like the person who lives in a 30 million rand home. And and I think that's important in order not to make people feel like they're sort of being exiled into the cheaper side. So one of the things that fascinated me, as you say, was that it, every everybody has the same ground. Absolutely. It's not as if pe- some people are quarantined in another space and other people aren't. And it's not like if you have a 20 million rand uh, house, you're not going to get to interface with somebody who has a 2 million rand apartment. Definitely. And that's probably a really valid point is, you know, when you go down to the clubhouse and our clubhouse is pretty spectacular. Yes, it is. Um, you know, we won Best Clubhouse of the Year Award um, a year ago, two years ago, sorry, two years ago. Um, so from an architectural and design point of view, it's really lavish and really beautiful. And, and the every, food is amazing. And the food is incredible. And, you know, we've got a fantastic Friday night uh, sort of shindig with all the residents. And every resident is invited to come and have a drink with us down at the club. You know, it's their clubhouse. Nice. It's, it's all of our clubhouse. Yeah. So, so that, you, you, you're absolutely right. That, that access to those facilities um, is yours as an owner, mm. you know, and, and, and whether you own a tiny little piece of the pie or a huge, you're an owner, and that's what's so amazing about it. Exactly. So now a lot of people imagine that you guys would want, you know, loads and loads of 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 uh, proof of how much money the person has or recommendations. How does a person get to live? In a phenomenal place like Stain City, how do you how do you qualify? What is the process of becoming uh, a, a yeah. resident? Yeah, you know, Lerato, we govern by the same rules and the same financial sort of structures that everybody else is anywhere else in the country. So it's mm. all about what you can afford. It's an affordability issue. Mm. Um, so depending on what your salary is, um, we have our own in-house sales agents that deal directly with um, with people. So you're buying directly from the developer, which is really important to note. And then we've got an in-house bond origination team that um, will go and chase the banks to get the best possible deal for you. But it ultimately burns down to what you earn, what you can afford, what sort of cash you have available. Um, and that's that's a criteria that's that's standard across the industry. It's not specific to stay in cities. Mm. It's, it's our standard practices. And would it be a similar situation as if you're buying a standalone home where you'd be able to view uh, several properties if it is one that is built or you're able to uh, build your own from from scratch how would it work so we've got a, a mixed bag as i said of stand city we've got where you can purchase the stand only mm-hmm. um and then you can build your dream home on that stand mm-hmm. um, which is obviously for a lot of people really what they want to do yes. you know you can buy a home but there's always something that you would have liked to have changed or done differently exactly here you build your dream home and uh, we're very relaxed to a certain degree regarding architectural specs but we're very strict regarding aesthetics the color and um, the look and feel of the home from an external point of view. Um, But you can design the home of your your dreams and Mm. our architectural guidelines put certain parameters in place. Um, You've got basically two and a half years from the time you buy the stand to to actually um, moving in and having the, the home finished. Um, and that that process can be quite stressful for some people. So. Yes, because uh, building is is. I mean, one of the reasons why we had the NHBRC here last week was a lot of people, um, I think, romanticize yes. the idea of building their own home, and not realizing, as you say, that there are sort of structural, architectural guidelines that you have to follow. Um, it's not just about oh my gosh, I want a kitchen that looks like this, and so that's what I'm going to build. There are rules, but for for most people. 
once you have this idea that you're going to build your home, that's all you want to focus on. Yeah. But it is a process and it can be incredibly stressful, but very rewarding as it is with most things in life. Absolutely. We actually quite interestingly, we're looking at, um, you know, the, the, the sort of comparative costs between buying an existing home as opposed to, to building a new home. Yes. Um, and, and as much as we would love to think that it's so much cheaper to build your own home, if you're doing it properly, it's not, you're not saving a huge amount of money, but you are getting what you want. You're yes. getting your dream home. So we do have, uh, stands with homes already built on them, which, which, uh, you know, is available to people who say, I just actually physically cannot build my mm. own home. I want to move in within the next few months. Um, that's a product that we offer as well. That we've got some of that available at Stan mm. City. And that product's going to continue to be on the, in the increase as more and more people push back at, at building specifically for themselves and rather buying, you know, a, um, an already built home. Yeah. I, I, my, my, my friend in Tavita Wukubong was, oh, yeah, her. she's, she's fantastic. She's one of my favorite She's people. the best. Oh, we had her. dinner last week, uh, <laughs> Friday and, um, she was part of the Stain City initial project Correct. when you started in terms of, uh, helping in deciding the aesthetic of the, the, the estate as it were. By the way, guys, if you, if you're thinking, who are these people talking about? And Tabi and I, in September did a show about interior design and how how the home looks relates a lot to uh, inside internally to how you feel and what elements you can bring in. Remember, you can always just go and download it on cliffcentral.com and get to hear and Tybee's tips. I mean, it's fantastic. What I liked uh, about uh, interfacing with um, everybody around Dane City was that there's a real um, sense of South Africanness about it. Yeah. Um, you, you look at certain, and there are many estates around, like I said, uh, 50% are in Gauteng, but 25% are in the Western Cape, and those are amazing. They're by the sea, you yeah. know, it's golf, there's all kinds of things. But it's quite rare that you are, you see an estate that is focused on like, we love being here. We want to be as South African as possible. It's not like this Tuscan, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but you've allowed the homeowners to almost be themselves. Even the art around the yes. estate is chosen around people in the the country, which I mean, to me is fantastic, whether it's the sculptures or it's a visually fantastic place. How have you seen the demographics change through time from the people who were your early adopters to the people who are saying, look, I actually want to be part of this community? How has it, do you see more families? How has it evolved over time? We were very fortunate um, to a large degree, and and I've I've been in property for seventeen years myself, um, and on this project for six years. Mm. So I've sort of seen it um, grow. I feel like it's a bit like my baby. Yeah, well. no, it sounds it and, sounds like it. Is. I know, no, I'm very very passionate about the project, um, and we were very fortunate that I had pretty much four years um, to start to build the brand before we went to market. Mm. What is unbelievably unique about Stain City as a development is the amount of, of investment, infrastructure investment that has been put up front. So very often, um, which is, which is understandable, um, a developer will purchase a piece of land, he'll get rights for it, and then he will create this fantastic vision in his mind and his architects will put it on paper and you'll get some beautiful drawings and maybe a video or two. And then it's, it's, you know, you have to just hope that the developer delivers on his promises. Exactly. Um, and, and Dostan and Giuseppe were absolutely adamant that that was not the case. They didn't want there to be 
any questions about would there actually be a golf course? What would the clubhouse look like? Are those our gatehouses? What's security going to be like? So they built it up front. Mm. And that, that process of that sort of trickle campaign, that whisper, whisper campaign that we had for four years, we were very fortunate to have built a, a really interesting following prior mm. to our launch. Um, and that following um, at the time of opening our gates in March 2015 um, was a beautiful mix of the South African demographic, mm. demographic already. And it, we haven't really seen a massive change. Probably what we've seen is slightly more investor buyers because mm. initially a lot of people kicked back and said it's it's a bit more expensive than everywhere else, which it is, but it's justifiably so because mm. of what you get for your money. Um, so investors were sort of going, no, maybe it's a bit, you know, a bit too rich for them to sort of see a real return on the investment. That is certainly changed over the last two years. Mm. They're seeing a fantastic return on the investment. Rentals are at an all-time high. We've got a huge demand for rentals and um, and, and a lack of supply to a certain degree. Um, and then, yes, families, um, lots of uh, people who used to sort of move out of Joburg for that peace and quiet that went to Plettenberg Bay or White River. Exactly. Um, and the husband would leave the wife and the kids there and he would commute to Joburg um, so that his kids and family could have a, a, a lifestyle that they would enjoy. But he was never home because he was in Joburg. Mm. They have now chosen to make Stan City the oasis. Mm. And, and that's their sort of happy, safe place. But mm. it's in Gauteng. So dad gets to come home every day. And the wife and kids live in a resort. Exactly. Exactly. So we haven't talked about the things that you get, what you're buying into, as you say, when you invest in a property in Stain City. So just looking through, and obviously, as you can hear from this podcast, I have a, I have been around Stain City, but it is fiber that you, you, you get. It is, I mean, so can you take us through some of your highlights? Because it, it would be, we would need more than an hour to get we through. We would. We absolutely would. So as I said, you know, the whole thing's based on a hundred reasons to live at Stan City. And, and the, the premise is, um, there's no compromise. Do the best we can do. Mm. Um, so we've got your typical amenities, which, which most uh, gated communities have. Um, but what makes Stan City probably a little bit, um, the next level is the infrastructure up front has meant that we are able to do things like fiber to the home mm-hmm. um, on an open source, which which gets a little bit complicated and technical. But essentially, with most estates, you have to choose a service provider, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a telecom or an, oh, and, Vuma or well, a, yes, absolutely. And then the, the residents are bound by their rates. And here we've created the first ever open source access. So we, as Stan City, paid to bring the fiber into Stan City, and we've allowed and opened it up to all the service providers, so that our residents get to pick and choose who they want to deal with. That is amazing. So it's the little things like that. And then obviously we've got unbelievable security. And it is a factor when you make mm. a purchase decision. Um, it's a, it's a huge factor that weighs heavily on people when they make the decision to move from, from a freestanding home to a, to a gated community. It is a priority for us. Um, but it's so low key, you kind of don't really know it's there. And that's what's so beautiful. About yes. It. So you don't feel like you're living in a prison, but we've got hundreds and hundreds of infrared cameras situated right throughout the estate. Um, we've got a security team of over 250 people. We are, um, we've got roaming guards. We've got, uh, Action guards on site, so it really is very much about um, giving a sense of of coming home and not having to lock your doors, mm. which I think for me is probably almost priceless. Yes, it's something that you, money can't buy. It exactly, really is the most incredible thing. Then over and above that, we've focused hugely on um, the art, which mm. which you mentioned, and interestingly enough, 
all our art that's created on site is created from locals, specifically from the Dipslow community. Mm. Um, they're mentored by an unbelievable uh, ceramicist, Charles Goddard. But the idea and the, the actual work is done from these guys who've been trained, who had no experience mm. and have come to Stan City and that's, they've learned to do that. So our, our impact of our art is you walk through our boulevards and down the roads and there's this beautiful piece of art you come along that's got this great story to it. Um, we've got unbelievable uh, promenades, so 18 kilometers of walking trails where you never cross a road. You never cross a road. Mm. So, so my son at eight years old can get on his bicycle, put his helmet on, and I know he will never interact with the car. So you live at Stain City. You don't know. Not yet. Oh, no, okay. Not, I was going to say, not, wow. Not yet. Um, I'm definitely, that's my, my, um, future goal. plans. Yes. My goal, yeah. No question about it. Um, I've got, um, but I, we, we get to very fortunately enjoy Stain City as if we were living there. So my sons and I spend a lot of time there and I really as a mom appreciate how much there is for them to do. Yeah. And um, there's a skate park which was, which was designed by international, um, professional skate, uh, border, um, Geth Noble. And your golf, uh, um, thing was Nicklaus. I know. I mean, the, you, he's a golfing legend. He is a legend. But you know what's interesting for me is that when I came on board, that was already sort of in the process and I very quickly learned that the Jack Nicklauses of the world are, are the people that are the go-to people for Stain City. Mm. So when they look to get someone to design or operate something in Stain City, they go for the best. Yes. So even at our equestrian center, you know, we've got a gentleman called Johan Lotte who's an Olympic medalist, gold medalist for South Africa. He operates our equestrian center. That's amazing. So everything we do is, you know, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Let's get the best person we can find. Our new school, we've done that. We've gone after, in my mind, Without doubt, the best principal that this country has to offer. Mm. And we, we, we've got him to come and run our school at Stan City. And he has gone and found the best teachers you can possibly find. Because a school's beautiful and a building is a building. And we got all that and more. But, but the people who run the school are the people who ultimately define how successful it is. And I believe we have the best team. So... um I am chatting to Tammy Manton, who's the group executive head for sales, marketing and events at Stain uh, uh, City Properties. She is phenomenal. Um, remember, you are listening to Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabalala. We are on every Wednesday from 10 until 11 live. But remember, you can download the podcast no matter where you are on cliffcentral.com or simply go to uh, rallymampawuloproperties.co.za for more info. And go to Facebook, find us, comment, tell us what you think about um, uh, today's podcast, last week's podcast. Uh, I always, always want to hear from you. So what was interesting to me was last year, I saw renderings mm-hmm. of the school. I saw renderings of the school. I saw um, where the school was going to be located. We got in a golf cart. We drove around. And I saw the the idea of the school and I, I i i i got sort of giuseppe's insight on what the school was meant to do and now it's up and running well so nearly, yes nearly so tell us how close you are to the end and um the how, what the process was like because it's not only about a gym it's not only about an equation club but it's also about the best education Correct. and making sure that People don't have to want for anything while they're in there. You know, it's it's this f- fabulous place where your life continues, as it were. It's it's exactly that. And and what's um, what's very relevant at the moment is that schools become and education has become big business in South Africa. Mm. So at the time of sort of deciding what we're going to do with a school, um, we were 
there were a few challenges that we had to consider, whether we partner with an existing educational business. Um, but we found with all of them, and, and, and rightly so, they're running a business. It's a lot about um, the profit. Yes, of and, course. <laughs> and and we, we struggled a little with that because really, as I said, the sense that there's no compromise for us. So what we've spent on building the school is probably – 40% more than what a school would typically spend. Right. Yet our school fees are very, very much in line with other private schools in the Four West mm, area. Mm. Um, the school is launching in January. It opens in January. Fantastic. We've got our, our first open day this Saturday where people, you know, the, the public can come out um, and actually have a look and have a tour of the school. It is very close to How fortuitous that this is when I we decided know. to do the podcast. I mean, it be better timing. <laughs> exactly. We really be hoping that people, even if it's just out of curiosity, yes. you know, come and see how, how you do it right. Because that's how it feels to me is well, we've done it right. What, what Tammy, for me, what really was exciting was the idea of architecturally it's beautiful inside so. the, the 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 school is is designed in such a way that it is stimulating for young minds yes. um and i could tell that this was a school that you you guys were going to spend as much as you can yeah. to make sure that it looks so have how many students have registered or is it like most private schools where you have to be within the area no not at all obviously private schools there's no limitation in terms of your um where your where your address is it's open to residents and to the public okay um our goal was 200 students on in the in the first year and i think we're going to reach that target so mm. a new school obviously it's always you know there's 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 questions that are asked around it um, what typically happens though is when you do build a new school, because of the costs involved, over a period of four, five, ten years, um, the parents get involved, they do fundraisers and they raise money to build a pavilion or to add another sports field. We've done it from day one. So from the day that you arrive at school, whether there's one student or a thousand students, the facilities already exist. Wow. We've got the most beautiful Pavilion that overlooks the whole view of Stain City, um, and it's a covered pavilion that you know parents can sit. We, we above it, you've got a, a function room and catering services. Within the school itself, our auditorium would compete with Joburg Theatre. Just about. amazing. We've got the most beautiful tech, uh, tech and lighting and sound in that auditorium, um, and it's huge. And and the, the autistic, I mean, acoustics. Excuse me. Acoustics. Yes. 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 Are yes. so magnificent. It, it does. It rivals a, a professional. Um, theatre, the the media centre will blow you away. What we're doing in terms of technology and interaction, but mm. our art room, our science lab, um, and then really exciting for me, which is unfortunately not going to be ready in time for the launch, but will be um, mid year next year, is our indoor aquatic centre. And again, oh. that's something that typically would not ever be around at a brand new school. Um, but we've invested that money up front, and there's you know indoor um, training pools, there's a learn to swim pool, there's a water polo facility. Change rooms, coffee shop. So, so all of that stuff, we've really invested in the money up front. Um, and, and when you come and see it for yourself, you'll really kind of, it'll hit you what, what we're doing there. It's spectacular. I, 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 I think that it's so great for us to see these great developments for South Africans made by South Africans. Is Stain City modeled on something? Um, um, is there, because obviously to tick the boxes in terms of the top 10, the top 5, the top 2, wherever you are, and to be highly rated, there are certain things that an estate must tick off. What are, what are you mandated as a, as a gator community to, you must, must have, you must, must do in order to be highly ranked or are considered to be, uh, one of the best? 
the background to Stain City in terms of the vision behind it was it's obviously Doe Stain's initial mm. vision, which um, which at the time I think a lot of people thought he might be mad because yes. you know we were on the outskirts of Fourways, we were outside of the urban edge, uh, but he knew he knew where property was moving. I mean, you look at that uh, on the William Nichols side because I think they had three gates or is it two? Currently two. There two. will be three though. Yes. Yeah. So the one on William Nichols, there's a road that is being developed where you're making the roads wider, and I think it is because of having a stain city. Because after that, then you had Mall of Africa, and then of course there's a um, waterfall. Yes. So it's it's become like a, a metropolis of sorts, is it not? Very much so. And, and Stain City is largely responsible for the development of the infrastructure within the area. And mm. when I say largely responsible, we we certainly we've aided it from a financial point of view. So, you yeah. know, Houting Roads or Joburg Roads, for example, um, the planning was always there, but the funds were problematic. Yes. So Stain City understanding how important it was to have a free flow of traffic and to build better infrastructure in the area got involved. And so that that road, that William Nichol Road that you speak of, is up and running. It's magnificent. It is changed the landscape mm. of that area. We've done infrastructure to sewage, to water. So there's so much that's happened as a result of Stan City as a development and we're now no longer on the urban edge. In fact, the, the rest of the, the surrounding um, communities are, are slowly meeting up with Stan City and we're going to be right in the center of it. And that's the vision that's so incredible because mm. it, it it took a visionary to see that, that that was going to happen. Yeah, because I mean it was a blank canvas. I, it, it, was, it, was, it was an unused quarry. <laughs> I mean it was, a, it was, you know, lots of rocks and uh, and a river that ran through it and uh, Giuseppe Plumari, who's our CEO, mm. she spoke about. Also, the most incredible visionary. that uh, I've worked with a lot of developers in my life. Um, I'm, I'm yet to work with someone who's so knowledgeable on so much but mm. has such such a sense of what he wants to do mm. and he won't waver from it you know that's that's his goal and and everybody around Stan City that works for Stan City are all working towards that common goal and mm. that's probably what makes it so spectacular you are listening to Tammy Manton the group executive head for sales marketing and events at Stain uh, City uh, she's joining me on living it up here on cliffcentral.com we are it's a Wednesday morning we are live and direct but remember no matter where you are no matter what time it is you can download the podcast on cliffcentral.com we are brought to you by Rali Mampewule Properties and you can go to uh, uh, his website and check out more on him in fact me and Rali were on the Gareth Cliff show so you can go to uh, cliffcentral.com as well to get that podcast or you can follow me on social media it's at Lerato TJ suggest uh, uh, shows and who knows you might also uh, get your topic uh, to be discussed on the, the podcast Sammy I wanted to ask of all the things that you've mentioned you guys are still developing some more things i mean i think i remember when you're talking about giuseppe the ceo he's a biker which i found amazing he then started talking to somebody else about his bike and he had his helmet there <laughs> and he was when you're taking us around he was saying even though there are other um what you call shopping malls, whether it's the waterfall or it's Mall of Africa, which obviously have, as you said, have been aided by the fact that there is this huge community there. You are looking at building, I think you said your own car park at some point, I think an underground one and like facilities within. So what are the things that people who are sitting around thinking, you know what, I have like 
five million or I have ten million, and I think I'll be a. This is a place where I'd like to live. What are the, some of the things that um, will be happening over the next couple of years that you'll be building that will sort of encourage people to want to live there even more? Not that listen, <laughs> not that people don't want to live there now. You know. We've got a huge long-term plan for Stain City, and we really are at its infancy. So we are busy with phase one at the moment, and once phase one is sold out, it will be pretty much only 11% of the development um, ultimately completed. Jeez. So we really have huge, huge plans for Stain City. What's what's exciting in the in the sort of parking lot that you were referring to is a um, a development within Stain City called City Center, and it's modelled on um, cities of old and on on Melrose Arch. Yes, yes. On, you know, beautiful cities. In, in Europe and um, once again with a huge emphasis and focus on pedestrianism and taking the focus off of vehicles we've actually building this city um, on a basement the size of the land it's an 8 hectare basement and there's wow. no vehicle access allowed in the city so everything's underground we've got these massive big subterranean tunnels um, massive big underground parking all your services go there and above that on the platform is about 5,000 square meters of retail so really beautiful little boutique shops and restaurants and coffee shops and wow. dry cleaner and a post office and then above that is our residential options which is going to be apartments one bedroom apartments to penthouse apartments but everyone that lives in Stan City will have access to city centre and everyone who lives at city centre will have access to Stan City. So if you live in um, a, a piece of land at the bottom of Stan City, yes. you can still come through, you can have dinner at the at the city centre, you can have a picnic on the piazza. It's all part of that whole vision. So that's one of our big kind of milestones. That yes, because I remember that. I was just trying to remember whether it was uh, um, like a mall or I didn't, I actually wasn't way that it's uh it's a basement yes yeah, yeah. that's 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 incredible and so that is something you're building over sort of the next two the three years i'd imagine we've been um busy with that already for about three years it's a it's a massive development mm. and, um, a huge amount of of um infrastructure has to go into making it really magnificent and and you know we it's comparable to high-rise properties in the rest of the world so it's, mm. going to, it's going to certainly set benchmarks again. Um, but we've also got uh, a new retail center that we're opening by the school side. That's about 17,000 square meters. Wow. Um, and that's going to be more of your community. It's available from the external. So residents and people from the outside will be able to use that. And it's, it's by the school side. We've got um, more apartments that we're building, a lot more clusters that we're building. We'll also be launching more stands. Uh, we've got three huge dams that we're about to launch, which we've been also working on and building. They're lakes, actually. They're so many. So you can go and row on these So it's all stuff, you know, as, as the development matures and grows, so we will develop the next phase, um, you know, ahead of the time. So when people come and buy in that phase, it's already complete. Yeah. I mean, I think what's interesting to me is I had this conversation last year. I'm not talking two years ago uh, with Giuseppe, and it has just grown and the it, it, the 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 ideas keep getting better and better they and do. you know um but we didn't really touch on something that's imp why I was impressed by uh staying city which is second ranked by the way as uh, <laughs> Tammy said when we started in terms of uh communities uh gator communities is your involvement with the deep slurred community i i want us to go into that because in a country like South Africa, it's very 
um, sort of dangerous to to not be aware of where you live. Of so, what we do as South Africans is that we, when we have any kind of affluence, we uh, build walls around ourselves. We uh, only are in particular areas, and to find uh, a, a, a model, because this is a new model yeah. that says actually these people are impoverished we are right next to them we don't want to act like they're not there which is we do that that denialist thing in this country of saying oh well we're just not going to see that we're close to you you know what i mean um we'll only look at danefriend which is close or we'll only look at four ways and the moment i heard that you worked with the people in dupslot i suddenly felt like it is something that I would like to invest in. And, and I really do mean this. I'm not oh, saying wow. this because you're here. Mm. It's something that I'd like to invest in. Because not only have you um, created 13,000 jobs, but you have not let the people of Deep Slot just kind of watch you in, in, in the sort of upward mobility. But you've, you've given them a way, whether it's through art, which you mentioned earlier, um, to participate and better their lives. Can you tell us more about what you've done uh, in terms of working with the people of Deep Slot? Well, I just want to start by thanking you for acknowledging that because it um, it is very, very important to us and we are working on a new model. And, and the truth of the matter is that where we live in South Africa, there's examples all over the country of where, you know, luxurious gated communities live alongside um, a less developed or a, a more of an informal mm. infrastructure. Yes. And it's a reality. I mean, Santon and Alexander are perfectly example exactly. of that. Exactly. Um, so, you know, we certainly don't want to turn our, our heads away. And, and, and Giuseppe is very passionate about this. He felt really strongly about embracing Dipslut. One of the things that we made a decision on five years ago was that everything we do that has an impact on our community, um, we are going to try and support as much as we can. Mm. And that when we do have opportunity to do some social investment, it only goes to Dipslut. Mm. So as you can imagine, we get inundated with requests from all over the country for to help out in certain charities or to get involved in um, certain initiatives. Yes. And we're very, very steadfast on if it's not our neighbors, we, we can't help you because we can't be everything to everybody. So let's try and be something to someone. Exactly. And that's very much the premise that we work on. So one of the things I think that we've done, which is quite unique, is we've created a skills development center on site. And we've set this up where we have people that train um, the community. They come and they do a course, whether it's a four week or an eight week course. And we teach them bricklaying. We teach them plastering. We teach them gardening. Um, we teach them painting mm. and they get sort of certified. And then we go take them through and they become part of our labor force. Mm. So we give them an opportunity then to come through to the labor desk. And because they've qualified them, there's no charge for any of this. We, we teach them skills and then we give them an opportunity when there is work available to pull from our, our labor desk that we've trained mm. to come and work on site. And so I mean, you've given impact. them a skill, which is one. Yeah. You've given them employment, which is two. But more than anything, more than the first two, by giving them those first two things, you've given people confidence. Yes. Which, I mean, is, is incredible. As a resident, I, if I was somebody who lived in, in, in a state city right now, that would be probably the most important thing. Because wow. without giving it, uh, paying it forward, yes. we're just enriching ourselves and that nobody goes anywhere or achieves anything by just enriching themselves. It, it is in, in our extension of touching other human beings that our lives are enriched. Yes. So I, I wanted to ask, you were talking about city center, which you started developing two, three years ago. So if I 
am a merchant or uh, somebody who wants to run a business there, uh, who would I contact? How would I find a way to get my business into Stain City? I wish I had a, a simple answer for you. Um, <laughs> again, we, we're in a position where we are, um, people reach out to us and they have been for the last few years yes. um, to look at doing something. We've got limited space in terms of the retail within okay. Sense. It's only 5,000 square meters. And our priority is to give um, our residents, the people who are investing in Stain City up front, mm. the first right of refusal in, in, in a certain way. You know? mm. So if someone's, Put their money where their mouth is and made Stain City their home. We'd like them to make their business at Stain City too, ah, because it just improves their life and the, and and the convenience that they're living in. Having said that, we certainly are not. Um, we would look at at different business ideas and different concepts. And um, your best bet there is to send a mail to inquiries at staincity.co.za. Can you say that again for us? Inquiries at staincity.co.za. Um, and that's pretty much any general inquiries that you may have regarding the development. And obviously, if you're interested from a sales point of view, it's sales. Or rentals. Or well, that would be sales. So okay. Sales at Stain City would give you anything if you would like to make an appointment. Our agents um, put you in their car. It's an hour and a half appointment minimum, and they drive you around and give you the full experience. So when you hear Tammy say that, you're going to think, an hour and a half, there's no way. First of all, you are going to go into that fantastic uh, golf um, clubhouse, clubhouse, which is phenomenal. Have a drink there. I had a (laughs) G&T. And the grounds are amazing. You know, you get to stop, look at the ceramics, look at the art, look at the sculptures. Um, so there's many, many places to, and it's quite big. In, in fact, in the end, I didn't get to see all of it. You won't, you won't <laughs> actually in your first appointment. And that's yeah. what's interesting. People do kind of go an hour and a half. What are we going to do for an hour and a half? But you can't experience Stain City on a newspaper advert or on a billboard or even on a video. And that's been my, my whole premise behind our marketing is, um, nothing will prepare you. Mm. So we need to get people there. We need to get in the car and we need to show you what we're talking about because what we say we do. And, and the only way you'll know that is when my agents actually take you on these roads that we've built and to the parks that we've created and to the tennis courts and the golf course and the equestrian center and, and then to the apartments and the clusters and the stands. And that takes time to really kind of experience and take city. everything in. And, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful afternoon out. Yeah, it really is. So my last question for you, Tammy, is when uh, a person is thinking of uh, living in a gated community, what would you say are the top three or top five things that you really, really need to to have in, in, in terms of deciding whether this is the best place uh, for you? It's uh, very much about um, growth and investment. And the way the country is moving uh, gated communities are becoming more and more relevant and more and more popular and, and as a result more desirable. Mm. So your investment is, is secured. The second thing is a sense of community. There's no question that the more that you have to offer the residents, the more um, they're going to want to spend time there, bring their friends there, and we have more than enough facilities to keep you you busy. And then security. Again, mm. as much as we'd like to pretend it's not a factor, it's a huge factor in your decision making. Um, and and it's it's that sense of not locking your doors, you know, walking out from your garden, um, and that's that's hugely appealing to a lot of people. I think that in a country like ours, it's it's difficult for it not to be appealing. Right. That is Tammy Manton, the Group Executive Head for Sales, uh, Marketing, and Events at Stain City. Thank you so much. 
much for joining us I've today. So much fun. Thank you. <laughs> uh, remember, if you want to inquire uh, about uh, anything around uh, whether you uh, you know want to run your business, want to know anything further, go to inquiries at staincity.co.za. Let me remind you that Stain is S T E Y N. Okay, and city obviously is city. However, if you're interested in buying a house or uh, renting a house or just getting a tour and seeing what it's like to live in uh, in this highly uh, rated gated community, you can go to sales at staincity.co.za. That's S A L E S at S T E Y N C I T Y dot C O dot Z A. Thank you so much for joining me, Tammy. Thank you. I will see you guys again next week as we head into the end of the year. That is crazy. Remember, you can go to cliffcentral.com to download this podcast and many others that we've had over the last couple of months, as well as go to friend us on Facebook. It's Living It Up with Lerato Shabalala. And of course, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Lerato TJ. Uh, we are brought to you by Riley Mampuwele Properties. You can go to Riley Mampuwele, go to Riley-Mampuwele to find out more about the man himself, as well as his learnership. I will be back next week. Have a fantastic day, everybody. Bye. Property, 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 property. I'm trying to invest. Money in by the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like two million. That same building today is worth 25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. Buy back the hood. I'm about to buy back the hood. Buy back the hood. This is CliffCentral.com.